0: From up in the nosebleeds to down to the 50-yard line, wherever you watch the game, this is the place to sound off. Sports Talk with Jock on 770 CHQR.
1: So there's no doubt when your team is in a playoff hunt and you're on a four-game losing streak, you need a little bit of a boost. Well, I think the Calgary Flames got that today in Buffalo, as all of a sudden it's an optional skate. And who is on the ice? None other than their number one goaltender, Mike Smith. Let's go to Buffalo here on Sports Talk with Jock. Real pleasure to be joined by Wes Gilberts in the outstanding hockey writer for the Calgary Sun and Post Media. Hey, Wes, how you doing tonight? Good, thanks. And yourself? Excellent. Well, as I say, you know, this team is in a little bit of a downer right now on a four-game losing streak in a playoff hunt, and, you know, those playoff chances are slipping away. This team needed something good to happen to them, and I think they got that today. Uh, did, did, did you did you get that sense?
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like, uh, like you're saying what I just finished writing, which is that, uh, you know, this is exactly, this team was, Uh, you know desperate i would even say for uh any kind of morsel of good news you know they've lost four straight uh obviously they got the uh close call single point uh for their overtime loss last night um in pittsburgh but you know four straight losses one of your last uh eight points and so uh we're not going to see them in the crease tomorrow night in Buffalo, but just to see Mike Smith practicing, to see him around the team, uh, I don't think you could characterize that as anything but good news for uh, a team that really needed some.
1: The media, the fans, we're not 100% sure what this injury is. We can assume it's a groin injury. We we did hear Mike Smith tell us earlier today that he's never had this injury before. He hasn't had to deal with this type of injury. We know he's had some hip problems. You know he's had some, some knee problems. And, and when you are talking about the groin, I guess that's where you have to be pretty, pretty careful and sensitive.
0: Yeah, and then that was what, I don't want to say threw me for a loop, but Uh, maybe threw me off the scent a little bit in the sense that I thought this had to be a groin injury. Uh, You know, Glenn Gullitson came out and swore up and down it wasn't a groin injury, but, uh, you know, we've all seen uh, replays of Mike Smith rolling around on the ice uh, in Brooklyn, holding his groin area. Uh, I didn't think there was any question. So to hear him say today that it was a unique injury, that it was something he hadn't been through before, Mm That was fascinating to me. There's not a goalie on the planet who hasn't been through a groin injury. And, you know, if this was a routine, uh, I guess, strain of the groin, uh, I'm sure Mike Smith has been through that at some point in his NHL career. So uh, I guess I don't know again, you know, if if I had to... Uh, I bet my life savings on it, I'd probably still go with groin. Mm. Um, You know, we all know this is the time of season that – an NHL player or coach or general manager would rather give you their banking information than tell you the details of an injury, but uh, that did cloud it a little bit for me today. I thought that was very interesting to hear Mike Smith characterize this as, as an injury that he hasn't dealt with before.
1: Here's what we do know, Wes. We do know the Calgary Flames are 3-6-2 and two when Mike Smith has not been in the lineup but during uh, this injury, and uh, hey, this is my opinion. You can either weigh in, agree or disagree. The goaltending, and and I don't want to throw John Gillies and David Riddick under the bus, but I will. It hasn't been good enough. It hasn't been NHL quality. John Gillies gives up a bad goal every single night. He gave up two last night, as far as I'm concerned. David Riddick, I don't know whether, you know, the the pre-scouting, the video, they've they've caught up to what he was trying to do earlier. Uh, You know, he's been exposed recently. The goaltending hasn't been good enough.
0: Yeah, I mean, one guy's got a confidence problem. Mm -hmm. Uh, At least that's the way it looks to me. Um, You know, David Riddick is a guy who who was great in a backup role and then suddenly Mike Smith is injured and he gets Boston, Nashville, Boston, again, the Vegas Golden Knights. I mean, a young goalie or an inexperienced goalie, which is probably a better way to put it with David Ridge, you know, that can shoot a guy's confidence pretty quick. And, you know, no one around the team is certainly going to say that he he's battling confidence issues right now, but that's gotta be the case. John Gillies is battling shots that come from more than 50 feet from his net, and that's terrifying. Mm -hmm. That's terrifying for an NHL team. I mean, uh, you know, the way I put it last night is, yeah, you know, that's a great recovery to scoop that puck off the goal line in the third period. But the fact that that puck is near the goal line is scary. And so, You know, we saw him allow the goal to Nathan McKinnon uh, from the neutral zone to almost give that one up last night. And and really, you know, I said this to a couple of the other reporters at the rink today in Buffalo. I've never seen NHL teams almost pick up a scouting report on a guy that he's not great on long shots. I mean, Pittsburgh was shooting from everywhere last night. You know, they would cross center and, and try to fire something on net. And, you know, could it just be two flukes? get by him absolutely am i saying john gillies isn't capable of stopping a 50 footer that's not what i'm trying to say but that's something that you know teams have picked up on it and that's something that's hard to shake uh for the flames as they try and develop confidence in in john gillies is the fact that you know that's a couple that shouldn't have gotten near getting by him one that crossed the line and one didn't um and the last thing that you can afford with You know, 15 games left in your season is to not have full confidence in whoever you have in net.
1: Wes Gilbertson from the Calgary Sun, post-media special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock, talking about the Calgary Flames. They take on the Buffalo Sabres tomorrow night. They wrap up this three-game road trip in Ottawa on Friday. Uh, so there was a little bit of optimism in this city, you know, at the trade deadline when the, the Calgary Flames added a little bit of depth. And, and you know, Chris Stewart, you know, he's picked up on waivers. Nick Shore acquired from the Ottawa Senators. Uh, but they were both healthy scratches last night, uh, Wes. And and, and now it's, it's pretty clear that these are fringe players. They They might be able to add some depth, you know, down the stretch, but uh, you know you're going to have to go with the guys that got you here, I guess.
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, Chris Stewart's only played two games, and um, I can only imagine what it's like to you know pack up your belongings and change jobs and start in a new city on mm-hmm. 24 hours' notice. But but he's been a non-factor in two games with the Flames. Um, I, I would say a disappointment physically you don't get a guy off waivers who you expect to fill the net or you know make all these great plays i think you know chris stewart certainly has talent but he was on waivers for a reason right. but the lack of physicality has been uh, pretty alarming for me in in two games i guess i'm fascinated to see you know if and when he gets that third game uh whether the message was kind of received uh if he's ready to ramp that part of his game up a little bit especially now that Michael Ferland's back, there's there's no spot for Chris Stewart except in a fourth line role. And uh, I guess the jury's still out for me on, on Nick Shore. This is a guy that I think can help. Um, you know, whether that's on right wing or center or on the fourth line. To his credit, you know, Matt Stajan's made it impossible to take him out of the lineup. He's he's really been a consistently dependable fourth liner for this team. I would say for a couple months now, um, but you know Nick Short, you know the one thing he did do well in his lone game with the Flames is, is he had a really good night at the faceoff dot. They'd certainly like to have a right-handed uh, option in the lineup, uh, and so I could see him working in a little bit more. But but your point is absolutely correct. You know the message from Brad treliving was okay. You know we're dancing. You know we're dancing with this group, uh, and I think there was some trepidation on Bradshaw Living's part to spend to add to a group that had been so frustratingly inconsistent for 62 or whatever it was games at at that point and and now we're at 67 and they haven't been any less frustrating they haven't been any less inconsistent Uh, and so you know let's see what happens here but they they've put themselves in quite a predicament
1: Wes before I let you go uh, the Calgary Flames needed 94 points to make the playoffs last year some people are saying it may take 96 this year you know in this ultra competitive western conference do you have a number in mind
0: you know I'm horrible at this but (laughs) last night when we discussed I thought 95 okay um 95 was the number I had in mind and and I think what's going to be tough is, you know, this team has lost a lot of overtime games and shootout games this year. Uh, you know, regulation wins is an important, uh, obviously tiebreaker in the NHL playoff format. So uh, they better get to 95 and hope they're the only team there because uh, because they don't look good in that tiebreak right now.
1: Oh, isn't that the truth? So best case scenario, maybe just maybe we see Mike Smith on Friday, but more likely we'll see him at home. And that's best way to sum it up.
0: Yeah, I mean that would be my guess, and and who knows, you know how Mike Smith is feeling now, several hours uh, after his skate. But um, yeah, this this is the time of year, and you you try not to let your place in the standings make these decisions. And Mike Smith, you know, uh, been around long enough; he's not going to rush back on one bad groin or hip or whatever it happens to be, but. Uh, But this is the time. I mean, you know, if if something doesn't go right tomorrow in Buffalo, whether that's the end result or what you see out of your goaltending, um, you know, if Mike Smith thinks he's ready, you can't wait. You know, if he says, let's go, you got to.
1: Yeah, you just hope it's the right decision. Hey, Wes, really appreciate your time uh, this evening on Sports Talk with Jock. Thanks so much. Enjoy the game tomorrow night. Enjoy the road trip, and we'll see you back in Calgary. Thank you, sir. Wes Gilbertson from the Calgary Sun and Post Media. Our listeners are weighing in on the text line. This texter says, hey, the Flames are going to make a big mistake here. They're going to bring him back too soon like Carey Price. I, I I, don't know about that. You know, they're not going to rush a guy back if he's not ready. They're going to get the doctor's clearance. They're obviously going to get the the player's clearance and we'll see what happens. But hey, I'll say this again. Calgary Flames certainly need them. Quick look at the out-of-town scoreboard as a couple of games are almost over. The Boston Bruins, they are leading the Detroit Red Wings 5-4. to That is late in the third period now. The New Jersey Devils taking it to the Montreal Canadiens 6-2. to That's also in the third period. Winnipeg Jets looking good 2-0 over the New York Rangers in the Big Apple tonight. The Golden Knights trail the Columbus Blue Jackets 3-1. to And how about the Florida Panthers they are on a 6 game winning streak trying to make the playoffs they trail the Tampa Bay Lightning 4 to 2 in Tampa Bay that is through two periods of play our NHL insider Craig Button he's up next go nowhere keep it locked on 770 CHQR